awesome. That's long enough pause. I have a pause of silence for my producer. Nice. He likes it. Um, it helps him compress the sound, apparently. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he's a good man, my producer. He's getting married. He just he just got married on Saturday. Congratulations. I know. Holy crap. I know. He's got a ring on the left finger. Oh, I hope not. Uh, but um, <laughs> no, he, he, he works in an office. He can afford to have it. Oh, um, beautiful. But uh, no, he's fucking... Uh, yeah, he's married to... The love of his life, I'm guessing. Yeah. I hope, you'd hope it's the love of his life, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd hope so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I recall you mentioning that on one of the other podcasts. Mm. Um, I think it was with that other comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaka Comedy. Yeah, Shaka. Yeah. He's sick. He yeah. followed me back. I was like, respect, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you didn't and you, and, and you didn't fucking... Uh, and you didn't fucking leave the comment on the page that I told you to. I didn't. God damn it. Fucking slap me. Fucking hell. <laughs> This is deeply, deeply fucking disappointing. Oh, no, right? Mm. Fucking. I, re- I just realized I, I just realized I fucked up. I kind of did the deep dive on your entire Instagram. Oh, bless. Yeah, That's but nice. I realized Respect. I didn't hit follow. Oh, thank like, you. Fuckhead, Alex. Then, <laughs> yeah. The deep the deep dive is incredibly respected. Yeah, yeah, yeah Especially yeah, yeah. like at, at this eight, like stage of my yeah. music thing, you know. I haven't yeah. I haven't done too much, but I've done a little bit, yeah. so well, I was like, I just got this message from this guy and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then I was just like, okay, knows him. And then he said, you wanted to be on the podcast. And I was Hell like, yeah. hey, he seems like a cool guy. Let me just check it out with Kay. And he was, I messaged Kay and I was like, what do you think of this guy? Should Would he be good on the podcast? He's like, dude, he'd be great. He's got serial killer vibe. <laughs> Straight like, out. Perfect. He's not wrong. Perfect. He's it's not just wrong. what I'm looking for. You don't want to catch me walking around North Fridge at 1am, which, which is what I was doing last night. I went to a show. I um, mean, it was a hip hop show at Linnet's Lounge mm-hmm. and a um, few, few dope people gone and um, I'm just like, you know, I was supposed to come home early and, you know, get a sleep. <laughs> Who the fuck does that in Northbridge, yeah. man? Dude, I've, <laughs> I've been like, because it's networking for me as well, as well as mm. having a good time and dropping a tab and fucking fuck yeah. go and make it a nuisance of yourself. Mm. But um, I've been out quite a few weekends these last few weekends. Yeah. Cheap nights out for me. I would mm. say because mm. I, I have methods at making it a cheap night. Nice. Um, and and it's not just to get friends to buy me drinks. I turn f- drinks down from friends. Respect. I get randoms to buy me drinks. That's the way. Yeah. Actually, yeah. shout out. There was this bitch at Connections who tried to cut in front of her, the one with her friend. <laughs> yeah. And she fucking, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'll give you 20 bucks. And I'm like, all right. They got to the front of the line. They're both too drunk to get in. Got kicked out anyway. Eat so a dick, 20 bitch. Bucks. Exactly. Free 20 bucks. 20 bucks for nothing. <laughs> fuck you, that's, bitch. That's what happens when you're fucking, yeah. um, you enter enter a club or you're about to you know you're sending pre-drinks too hard and maybe you've done a few nangs or fucking you know a bit of the fucking nose beers and then yeah. you rock up and like <laughs> you know yeah. you're like you're just fucking scared. oh this cunt was just way too drunk yeah honestly like awesome. and then godfrey the guy who runs shout out godfrey as well thank you i mm. i sent you that message godfrey this episode would probably he would probably have recorded an episode by the time this episode is released actually oh yeah shout uh, out godfrey shout out godfrey he's the head doorman at connections and oh. he was really really nice to me i was Sick. like because i want to I'm, I'm trying to plan episodes where i get difficult people on in difficult jobs that's dope and i thought fuck bouncer does not seem like an easy job mm. so i'm having him on as the head doorman for connection that's Sick. and uh yeah 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 we, we've i've sent him the message and he hasn't responded yet but he, he was very keen to do it 
And um, when I talked to him about it, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to him. He seems like a very busy guy, though. Like he oh, apparently he runs out. his own like security firm. Oh, um, oh man, I might um, I might have a few mutuals. I know the security world quite well. Yeah, I know a few yeah. people that are I, in there. I really, I really hope he does it because he was so nice, and he seems like such an interesting guy. Mm. He's got tattoos on his face and everything. Sick. But yeah, That's he, was, he was really, really nice to me. Mm. And um, he these this couple. This couple, they were like fucking, um, they were like fucking, let's do a, let's, yeah, cut in front. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, give Go me 20 it. bucks. And this guy was going to like, he heard his wife gave me the 20 bucks. He's like, give me that 20 bucks. No, nah, man, if you're going to cut in front of me, go fuck it. Yeah. Oh. Gets to the front of the line. I see my friend Ruby. Yeah. Or my acquaintance, Ruby. I don't know her that well, but she, her and I have been very friendly because I'm I'm planning this entire five-part drag series of the podcast. Oh, nice. Shout First out, First episode is dropping tomorrow with Donna Kebab. Awesome. And uh, that's going to be wicked. Mm. And she, I said Ruby, and I went up, gave her a hug. Hey, you on, Ruby. Thanks for her help with the research for the app because um, I know, want to know what questions. And her and I were talking, and I was just parked up. And then at the front of the door, and then I see... <laughs> This couple come back because Godfrey yeah. made them move along. He was like, go walk it off for 10 minutes. Go buy yourself a yeah. Come back in 10 minutes and we'll talk about it. He came <laughs> back within one. like 30 seconds and Godfrey was like, no, mate, you're not getting into that at all. And <laughs> I was like, shout out Godfrey. Dick. Shout out Godfrey. dick bitch. <laughs> that is what you get for fucking, fucking like- Cutting in and trying to bribe someone and- it, it, to me, it sounds like the man is a cuck. Yeah. And He's you know a fucking what? cuck. Exactly. And you know what? I still got you 20 bucks, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Chuck that in the safe, mate. Oh, yeah. mate. We're never going to spend that fucking mate, I it. hope I see you again. And just be like, that's what you get for cutting in line, <laughs> <Nice>. bitch. You're <laughs> fucking out of money and you're not even in the club anyway. Yeah. yeah. Is, is Connections like predominantly like a gay club? Gay club? Yeah, I'd like, say it's pretty gay. Like more more friendly, like friendly for, I guess, any kind of people oh look i feel very comfortable in there because everyone makes me welcome and i'm very friendly with everyone i Mm. actually know a few people on a first name i've met some wicked people there Mm. shout out georgian jordan shout out bevy shout out Um, uh who else who else shout out phil phil one and two phil the actor and phil the banker oh shit um so yep so i've met a few people i've met and but a bunch of straight people go in there too. Yeah, see, that's that's what I find um, great because I, I worked. I actually worked uh, in a club for about four years. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Metropolis and Fremantle. Oh, shithole. Uh, yeah, absolute fucking shithole. <laughs> absolute nightmare. Saw so, saw so absolutely everything you could possibly uh, think that would ever go wrong in a club. Yeah. Um, but I noticed the dynamic in most of the those um, kind of clubs uh, are very dangerous. You know, like you, your safety is not at any way uh, guaranteed. You know, the security actually do not give a fuck. Um, I have seen this firsthand. I know people that have done terrible, like security workers that have done terrible things to other people um, with, without without even uh, warranting any. Uh, I guess. Uh, consequences you know like they just they just fucking grope chicks and fucking beat up dudes on the street and they don't give a fuck and they're all on fucking meth yeah but like you know with with like connections or like i I haven't been to connections or like the court or anything but Mm. i i could 
most likely assume that it's way more safer and there's the, and the, the security is the probably bounces in line. are nothing but nice to me and that's, that's because good. I'm nothing but nice to them like I give them a fist bump I remember I was talking to this girl at the cloakroom one night this was one night after a show mm. this was a small night out um, I did get a bit tipsy though but that's okay um, oh yeah but uh, I was just like um, I was talking to her because this was when I was doing research for the first podcast for the drag queen episode nice. like I was going around to different drag queens and I was asking hey what would be a good question to ask a drag queen on a podcast you know mm. and um, they gave me some great answers and like the one of the bouncers this uh, female bouncer she was eyeing me off mm. and like she saw me with a notepad asking this door this cloak girl who shout out to the cloak girl um, I'm pretty sure I still follow her on Instagram but Hell I can't yeah, recall queen. her name right now but thank you so much for the help of that research Legend. and uh, yeah so she was great and she followed us on like the fucking thing mm. and she was eyeing me off and I was like <laughs> oh Sorry, don't mind me. I'm doing research for the podcast. Research, yeah. And the bouncer was like, oh, oh, good. Fucking and like America. she uh, gave us a fist bump. And like now yeah, nice. a lot of the bouncers recognize me there. And they're like, oh, welcome back, man. Yeah, fuck And like yeah. I've good. been, because I'm nothing but nice to them. And I mm. go there for nothing but a good time. And yeah. I don't like, I don't dance ridiculously either. Mm. I, I've gone there so cooked. Yeah. Like... <laughs> with so many drugs in my system. Hell yeah. But I feel like because mm. now, you know, I'm kind of... I, it's not my first time doing it. Yeah. Uh, um, big fucking surprise. <laughs> uh, they've kind of just let me go like, yeah, he's fucking harmless. Yeah. He comes, he has a couple of drinks, he talks to some people. Yeah. He asks some people to be on his podcast. And yeah, it's like, it's that's a good mad. Night. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what I also find um, very interesting is the um, the drug friendliness, you know, like kind of mm. like, you know, obviously it's not really a legal thing, but fuck the cops. Also, um, like it it's widely encouraged in our culture. It, 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 even if you look back, like... You know, go back to like 2006. I was in fucking year two in 2006, but no fucking doubt the club scene would have been fucking all these fucking 20 year olds, 30 year olds eating pingers, fucking mooting each other like rabbits and yeah, just yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just you know, frotting. Yeah, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just, just absolutely spreading disease. Mm. But. It's um it's interesting because you know it's um it's, it is a as much as it's not a heavily communicated thing in um like our news or whatever it's like no shit if you went to fucking Northbridge and as as like I've heard you say on your previous podcast you go for a walk and you will see shit you would never see anywhere else on mm. that main strip you could just walk down for fucking thirty minutes yeah there, and you will see some creatures you never thought would ever fucking exist exactly and they're, and they're all off their fucking heads man how weird is it coming out of a <laughs> nightclub on that like and I've seen it so many times now yeah but like how weird is it coming out of a club or a bar piss or cooked or yeah. both yeah. and you just see those giant fucking police horses yeah and it's like and they're doing fuck all yeah <laughs> It's like they're just these. I think the I think the reason I've thought lots about why they need horses. Yeah. I think it's because it's so easy to push someone off a bike when they're going at speed. So when the cops need to run someone down, mm. they don't want anyone pushing them over in the street. You know, they could injure them and things like that. Yeah. So you need a fucking big horse. <laughs> 
to like not get pushed over. It's a fucking tank of a horse. As yeah, well, a like, giant horse. Hell, fucking hormone like, up. Yeah, like. I've seen a few fucking like been around a few horses in my time when I was out in the country. Mm. The horses that those cops, they're a different kind of fucking horse, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Knights Templar were still around today, they'd be riding around on those. Oh, you shit. You know, like, <laughs> so big. Yeah. And they got the little rave light on the tail. I just yeah. want to fucking go up behind the horse <laughs> and do a little rave. And I'm yeah. like, no, nah, it'll fucking kick me, like, two blocks away. Yeah, you know? or, or I'll get incarcerated because I've got two tabs in my pocket. Fuck. Dude, I get so nervous. It's like, the thing is, though. The thing I've like figured out, and with when it comes to drugs and when yeah. it comes to booze, mm. is the people who cause trouble while on drugs mm. um, are the same people who. <coughs> excuse Bless me. Bless you. Thank you. Um, are the same people who would cause trouble while sober. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Like ninety-nine percent of the time, the people mm. who are the troublemakers, they're troublemakers whether they're drinking, mm. they're on drugs, or they're stone cold sober. They're just yeah. fucking troublemakers. They're just in fucking general. shitheads. Yeah. Exactly. Like, in general, like because I'm I, I'm actually um I haven't done any sort of drugs like you know trips or Molly in a in a while. Um, you know, it's been like two years. I feel bad for you. Man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk later. Um, but um. Like it's it, it was more of a thing where it was like when I was doing it, it was um every time I was kind of I would say put more emphasis on psychedelics. Um I was very self reflective. So I couldn't I couldn't really go out and do yeah. stuff or like, you know, like I remember one time I was at a house party and we're like, you know, most of us were intending to trip. Mm. I only ate like a gram of penis envy, but it was penis, penis. envy. Yeah. Um it's a it's a mushroom strain. That was created by Terence McKenna, I think his yeah, name is. Right. Yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. hell weird dude like speaks like this. Yeah, and yeah, tells the name is stuff. familiar to me. I need to fucking yeah. Google the name. Yeah, he's weird. The, the name is familiar to me. Yeah, like, yeah. So he he made these shrooms, all oh, this specific strain, and I, I had them, and it was um it was a very weird experience. I I thought I was just gonna sit in the backyard of my mate's house and just fucking chuff billies and laugh. But I ended up fucking seeing uh, extraterrestrial fucking somewhat yeah. spiritual thing. I don't know what the fuck it was, but something was there and it wasn't a human. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Um, yeah, so I, 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 I like, when, like, going out on that stuff, I'll just be fucking freaking, man. I'll mm. be like, uh, I'd I'd be, uh, I guess, back in that, you know, that's, 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 that's my fears. Like if I ever was to do a, like a mad shroom trip, cause I think it mainly happened through shrooms. Like with, with, um, like LSD, it was more of a uh, visual thing as, mm. as opposed to like a, uh, tr- like a trans, transcendental thing where yeah. you're like fucking, yeah, yeah. oh, like just absolutely, uh, losing the plot, but also yeah. learning everything at the same time. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you because uh, s- psychedelics is that it, Mm. It's it's a funny thing, and the thing is, no two trips are the same. Yeah. One thing I yeah. have, the only common thing I've had with me, mm. is I lose concept of the dimensions of my body. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes <laughs> I feel very small, mm. like, and I'm just like. I feel puny and things like that. And then other times I feel giant and I'm worried mm. I'm taking up too much space. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's not even a thing like I want to fuck it. I'm bigger <sighs> than everyone else. It's not like I'm a chest puffer. I'm like, fuck, 
I'm too taking up too much space. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. just huddled in a corner like, I'm sorry, I'm taking up too much space, guys. <laughs> I just need to sit down for a second, eh? <laughs> That's yeah. dope. Yeah, I know. It, it's like it, it would be a weird feeling as well because you're like, you know, like this is the first time we met, which is pretty awesome as well. I, I like the idea of meeting someone for the first time on a podcast. Yeah, pretty fucking dope. You're pretty hench, mate. Like you'd be fucking. Imagine if you like that, like the opposite. You feel like you're too small and you're just fucking running around and like you feel like everyone's too big. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. You know. Oh man, <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Like I've been like, I remember one time I was tripping. Mm. at this uh, Bushdorf and I was there was this you know I, I lift a bit of weight and like I'm not I wouldn't say I'm the fucking biggest guy around mm. but I'm a little bit staunch but I'm talking to this 411 chick yeah. she's chick's tiny fucking tiny alright and while I'm tripping balls she's literally the most intimidating thing I've ever seen I'm like yeah. fuck <laughs> me just <laughs> like you're fucking massive bitch and then I wake up the next morning and I'm like you're fucking tiny. Yeah. It's like, what was I scared about, you know? Yeah. Hey. It's like, I remember you being fucking like six foot two or something <laughs> and just being like, yeah. And the thing was, it's like, she was being real nice to me. Too. Yeah. She was like, and not like nice in a way that you're looking after someone tripping. Yeah. She was kind of nice to me in the way she was like, it's like. Yeah, so what have you been up to? What's your week been like? Yeah. yeah. You know, like, um, and it's like, how good's this fucking music? You know? <laughs> like, just shit like that. Yeah, she and- must have been on some, man. She must have been, you know, maybe yeah. maybe Cheeky Candy Flip. Yeah, Because, oh, fuck, like, my um, social, like, um, sociability or, like, I guess my behavior is so different when I'm fucking, like, peeking on shit, like, yeah. you know, shrooms or acid. Like, I just can't talk much because I'm like holy fuck yeah you yeah, know, yeah. I, like and it's like sometimes you your um your ability your sight can be it's not blurred but it's like um i guess like that sense is so overridden by um the substance that you can't really you know hear much or smell much or yeah. you know it's like it's just that's your own uh sight but yeah. it's also same with like music so like the reason why i kind of started um making hip-hop music mm-hmm. um was sorry um, on the music video by the way thank you thank mm-hmm. you free boy music video everyone go look that up k the sovereign dim slim free boy um mad video shout out uh bradley Innes for shooting that one um but yeah the whole reason as to why i started making hip-hop was because i uh had a couple trips and i was like um my my ears were just like really enjoying like a certain few albums that i was listening to throughout the experience Mm -hmm. um and like i've i've had a, a background in playing in bands and um uh like you know a couple solo things but mainly bands and i was doing that over about six years so Mm -hmm. um and like we we played shows at like places like the bird and like um rosemount hotel mojo's bar like sold them out um mojo's bar and bunbury Fremantle. yeah okay yeah um i wish i had to go i wish i went to that uh mojo's and bunbury i only just realized that existed i don't get why people think that's such a hot spot yeah. Well, go on. Go on with yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but like, um, yeah. So the whole reason as to why I kind of, you know, you, you, you kind of get the sound that I am giving to you is through, um, I guess, 
um, me sticking throughout those experiences of like knowledge yourself yeah. through those trips. Um, and like, I, I kind of like to emphasize eccentricity and sound. Yeah. So like, you know, if someone was in that space of mind and yeah. they were listening to it, they might kind of get it, but, yeah. and it's not made for it, but it's like, you know, it's like if someone was that cooked and they needed something like that mm. is there. I know what you mean earlier when you said, though, like speech. Well, two things where I understand where you're coming from Mm. is speech Mm. in terms of like uh, not being able to talk about something. Mm. Or if you find a subject. For me, I couldn't talk about anything a couple of weeks ago when I was having a bender. um, I couldn't talk about anything until unless I was talking to these guys about how much of a piece of shit Meryl Streep was. Oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, overrated actress too. Oh, okay. um, Like, and I, like, I could only talk to them about that. Mm. And I was like, and these guys, these guys started that conversation with like, oh, what's wrong with Meryl Streep? I got to the end of the conversation and they were like, yeah. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. So, apparently I made a good argument, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Respect. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, like, like, that's what... That's the best thing about um, going out and tripping and socializing is you will never talk about anything that's remotely... Normal? Yeah. Mm. And um, even... it Like, I, I was uh, listening to your episode about your night out and you were talking about that instinct of just, I need to go talk to someone. I need to go talk to someone. And it was like, that is... That to me was like incredibly um, relatable. Like, I was like, holy shit, that mm. actually makes sense. Like, it's... Get- did you get to that bit in the podcast where I'm like, I've got to stop talking to people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like a good, good contrast yeah. of like those, like, um, how, how you can, uh, I guess learn, um, while you're absolutely wanking off your fucking hole. <laughs> I, you know what? I caused, I, I felt really, really bad about this, but I caused one of those girls a bit of trouble while I was still tripping. Oh, really? So I, I felt, I felt incessantly bad about this. Mm. Um, basically, what happened was um, the girl who I, you might have seen in my post recently, who's in the onesie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, I the next two days I was kind of still on it a bit, Hell yeah. so I wasn't thinking exactly right. Yeah, my heart was in the right place, but I mm. was not thinking right. Mm. Now that, she told me to she told me where she worked. And she said she'd follow me on the Insta because she took a photo that I wanted and yeah. I needed the photo to prove that bet. I mentioned in the True, podcast where yeah. I was like, I needed that photo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, she's not following me on Instagram. And I fucking didn't get it. And I was, like, I was like, but I remember where she worked. So I called her work <laughs> twice. And then I bumped out into her this last weekend gone. And she was nice. like, listen, she was nice about it. She was like, listen, I know you were harmless. And I was like, but you can't call my work. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I was still kind of cooked. All right. I'm, I'm still funny. on something. And she was like, I know you meant no harm. And she it's was like, good. yeah, she was like, you looked after my friend. You gave me the onesie. I know you meant no harm, but you can't Respect. call my work. And I was like, I'm really sorry about that. And she was like, you didn't leave anything incriminating. You didn't say anything bad. You just said, leave a message for Pia. But like, yeah, mm. that was, yeah, you can't do that. 
that and I was like, I'll never do that again. I'm so sorry. I was not sober minded. I just wanted the picture. I needed the picture to prove the bet. You I just know? wanted the fucking picture, yeah, man. I was like, my, my friend, he was like, you'll never find anyone to wear that one with you on a night out. And I was like, get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. Get cunt. fucked. I will find someone <laughs> yeah. and I'll prove you wrong. And there you go. And what happened? You did it after you basically saved a bitch's fucking safety. Like, she was sobbing, right? She was just sitting there crying. Yeah. And you were like, fucking, how you doing, mate? You were like, you were right. And it's like, but it's like, shit like that. Like, you you don't see many instances of, like, human desperation in Perth apart from Northbridge. You go to Northbridge, you fucking walk down there, there will always There's be always someone. Drama. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fucking, I was walking down um, that main street. Like, I was at Joe's Juice Joint last night. Mm-hmm. Just with a few of the hip hop crew that were playing, and like you know, I was a fan of one of the dudes. Um, his name's Joe Snow. Absolutely awesome. He's under a record label called Pang Productions. Um, I was I was a nerd of his for like one or two years before he played, and the fucking the whole the whole gig was like empty, man. You know, there was hardly anyone there. So I fucking took advantage of that. I went to go fucking talk to him, and I was like, we we're talking about how he fucking works in prison and does like um workshops for. Yeah. dudes to make sure that they're fucking on the right path and shit and i was like god damn but anyways we'll um you know i was sitting there in joe's juice joint chatting shit with them um uh, i'm like all right guys i gotta go home like fucking i'm supposed to study fuck study though what, what the fuck i haven't done any of that mm. so i ended up leaving walking down this street heaps of fucking uh homeless people but what one that um kind of took I guess uh, interest to me was this one uh, Arabic dude. He was at the front of some sort of venue um, and there was a group of people that was, uh, I think, trying to get into a fight with him or, or like, beat him up. He, maybe he was, like, talking to the chick or something, but the, I just heard one of the guys say that Ar- uh, Arab dude, uh, uh, where, where the fuck are your friends? Where the fuck are your friends? Go mm. get them, like, you know, and you could tell it was the start of something that was going to yeah. be kind of brutal um, it's it's one thing that i think is kind of a blessing and a curse because i yeah. love a solo night out yeah, hell yeah i love just going out getting barbecued on my own and just making friends and making yeah, acquaintances yeah. that's sick it's kind of good because i never have to worry about anyone else mm. the other thing is i have to worry about myself while i'm cooked yeah and like i'm just like <laughs> walking around in this psychedelic onesie and i'm just like I hope no one starts on me. Yeah. I, I, I really don't have the energy for this. Yeah. But most people, most people like, there's like one, like all the horror stories you see here in Northridge, mm. it's like 0.1% of people that are the fuckheads. Yeah. That ruin the fucking reputation of Northridge. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. Most of Northridge is the friendliest, nicest, um, you know, coolest people mm. ever. Mm-hmm. And and this um you will remember these um moments throughout your whole life like I w- I've got this shirt on right so this shirt it cost me forty bucks got it yesterday pretty cool um the dude's from fucking US I was like dope I've got no money now what am I gonna remember mm. the fact that I fucking met this awesome dude that 
um, works with people that I thoroughly enjoy and I bought a shirt off him and he got me a free drink or will I remember the amount of money that I had that time? You exactly. Know? Mm. Yeah. I did something stupid another time when I was at Badlands Bar watching Voyager. Oh, um, good band. Yeah, Shout out Voyager. Yeah, I got two Voyager shirts. Hell I yeah. did something stupid. My friend Jen, who got me onto Voyager, she's a massive fan of theirs. Yeah, sick. And um, she's super duper cool. And um, I was there with her. Her boyfriend, Mark, and my friend, Jack. Hey, shout out, Mark. Shout out, Jack. Yeah, shout out, Jen, Mark, and Jack. Hell yeah. And I kind of fucked up, though. Oh, shit. So, I basically... um, I didn't fuck up, you know. I have no regrets on this issue. Mm. Um, I went up to the stand, and it's a cash-only stand, and I I was like, how many shirts have you got left? (laughs) And we've got like... uh, and And they were like, 15. I was like, okay, can I buy all of them? And they were like, I was just in such a high mood. And this was back when I was in a job that was making me a pleasant amount of money. Hell yeah. Um, so, I was just like, yeah, can I buy all of them? And they were like, what? Why? And they were like, <laughs> just buy them. I gave one to me, one to Jack, one to Jen, one to Mark. Let's go. And then I gave the rest away. That's sick. And I was just like, now whenever Jen sees me in that Voyager show, she's just like, no nice shirt. Where'd you get that? <laughs> I wonder where you yeah, got it from, yeah, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, "I wonder if you can buy any more, <laughs> mate." And like bands like Voyager, because they're like you know they're pretty well known, but they're not huge. Yeah. Um, well, they're the Eurovision. Oh yeah. Oh they, shit! They won I didn't the pop- They won the popular vote. Really? At the Eurovision. No shit. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, man. Yo, shout out Voyager. Respect and congratulations. For, yeah. For I, think, such I think an I think they were Australia's premier representation they, they were that's australia's insane. first representation at eurovision and that's they won insane. the popular vote that's um, insane. so yeah but that's they didn't insane. win the competition yeah it's done by nationality judges so, oh yeah. okay yeah well, fuck, fuck eurovision you fuck fun, eurovision fucking racist yeah, piece of shit exactly just because we're a fucking country of fucking convicts <laughs> all right you're not gonna you're too good for us all right yeah straight out yeah fucking but yeah voyager like um you know, for you to spend that much cash like that, that's gonna keep that. That would have put them up, like, cause I, I like, I, I with my kind of background in bands, I know, I know a few bands that are touring at the moment. I, I think I know people that have supported Voyager as well. Mm. One of them being uh, Yomi Ship. They're like a three-piece instrumental, like, um, psychedelic band. I wonder if I've seen them. You may have like the bass player is like this tall woman and she's got like really like straight hair and then there's just like two other dudes and their brothers and the the drummer's just fucking crazy and he does all these drum fills and like um Jared the guitarist. It's not the yeah. band I know. But Damn. That sounds sick. Yeah, I'll put you onto them after. You'll yeah. absolutely love them. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think they've supported Voyager and they're just um either still on a tour now or just coming off a tour with um the band Cog. Yeah. Um. So like post. Um. What is it? It's like material metal. Fucking like proper, just heavy shit. Yeah. Um. But. Um. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy how like you could, you know, say like someone spends I don't know forty forty bucks on a shirt, and um, three th- like you've got ten shirts. You need to sell all of them. That's only four hundred bucks. But like for a fucking band that's going around Australia mm. and that have fuck all money TV, like you know they're they 
they want as much piss on their riders as possible so they're not fuck they're only just breaking even on their tour yeah like you know that that 400 bucks could could have been the difference between them making money or not which you, is which is just insane yeah you know what was crazy about me buying all those shirts though mm. i was stone cold sober oh really yeah i wasn't fuck on yeah, anything respect. i didn't have a single drink in my hand i just did it because like there's something about live music when mm. you enjoy a live event it just gives you the energy you yeah know? And yeah. you want to support the band and you just like, thank you for putting on mm. and you're such a good performance. You guys are amazing. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And yeah, and the energy that uh, Voyager has on stage is pretty- Just insane, excellent, yeah. Excellent, you know. They, they, they fucking go hard, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's, that's yeah, so that, that kind of further proves it. It's like, you know, it's like that- Um, you, you were moved. You were genuinely moved by it. Yeah. Like, and that, that's what I feel with music is like, and the whole reason why I'm doing it, um, you know, I'm, I'm not making, um, any music for my plan A anymore. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty okay with the idea that I'm gonna have a somewhat normal life and I'm gonna, um, you know, do, do normal people things. You know, I, I grew up hoping that i was gonna be the dude fucking on all the stages selling out all the shows it's like it's just unrealistic man like it don't have that aspiration man all right once sam Sargent and i open up uh yeah we're gonna fucking uh that's the country that's the name of our country that's our next project we're gonna gonna have a country all right sweet you sell that stadium man oh sounds good man (laughs) thank you thank you i'll make sure um I make sure I can even convince some Egyptians to come through and yeah. <laughs> pull up, you know, exactly, yeah. convert them. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, it's gonna be this is country we've got planned up. Yeah, I can't wait for you to listen to the episode um, <laughs> about that. Uh, and <laughs> so we cool. literally just were like, this country we've got planned, it's going to be Vegas on steroids. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. It Fuck is going yeah. to be legalized prostitution, nice. legalized drugs, nice. a tax haven for the wealthy so we can finance stupid projects. Hell yeah. Um, like That's the way. Exactly. And we're just going to turn it into a haven for the weirdest kind of people. Hell yeah. If- and, and like, you know, like it, we'll, we'll have good policing as well. So like, you know, if someone tries to hurt someone or do the R word on someone, we'll will have more harsh sentences than Australia because exactly. f- fuck Australia court, yeah. man. Fuck, fuck the justice system here, man. They Pretty don't give much. a fuck about any women that get assaulted. No, they don't. They, they don't. don't really. And Sam and I have had a pledge so that we don't get too greedy. We're going to mm. put a life expectancy on ourselves. So we're going to be in power for 50 years and then we're going to kill ourselves publicly. That so, sounds dope. Yeah, so we'll have like a public murder suicide ritual. <laughs> Might haven't figured out how we're going to do that yet, but it's like then what we've done is it's like we've essentially made this great society. Nice. And then it's like, well, we're not going to reap the benefits of it. So it's like, let's just make it as great as we can for the people that are left here. Yeah. So like then we've made it and then like, oh, we did a pretty good job, didn't we, Sam, Sergeant? And we're like, yeah. And then we're like... <laughs> Shall we top it off? And then be like, yeah, let's do it. And we've just got to find some epic way of killing us. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. What do you think? What do you think we should do? I reckon you should nosedive off a giraffe's head. Nosedive Into the off. floor. That's a pretty, it's a vivid image. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just snap your neck and die. I'll but it, if, if you stay alive mm. and get eaten by, by like a hippo or fucking, by like a uh, peasant. Yeah. Like get, can, yeah, yeah make, make people eat you. <laughs> what I thought would be a good thing is 
This, this is my now. I'll be like seventy by the time this happens. Yeah, but I'm, I'll have done steroids long enough to the point that my body will still be in amazing shape. Sick. And I'll have trained with a samurai sword for years. Yeah, nice. And this is what we'll do. This is my vision. <laughs> Sam and I, samurai swords. We've been training to use them for years. We import all the pedophiles and rapists and social elites all the jeffrey epsteins and prince andrews of the world and uh that australian one too what's his name oh fuck painter guy rolf harris oh yeah Yeah. rolf harris we'll import all of those people we'll give them weapons nice and sam and i will go until we're dead all right mad (laughs) or maybe make make them fight for the chance to fight you no, no, it's got to be. It's got to be fair. We'll release them in waves, like Nazi zombies. Oh, oh sick! Duty, yeah, you know? fuck yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. So I love that game. First round will be like, you know, ten guys, uh, kind of chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah round yeah. twenty is like fucking four hundred pedophiles just yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. with their dicks out trying to fucking rape our corpses. And yeah, it's like the fact that, that in my mind is an epic, and it'll be an <laughs> arena, so everyone will get to see it publicly, and we'll stream it to the world. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, that'll be like the last project for me and Sam Sarge. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be in the Senate. I don't know. I'll just be sitting yeah. there like... Thank you for your service. Thank boys. you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, you'll give me the fucking pass of a don to me and I'll I'll yeah. look after the joint, man. We'll, yeah. make, we'll make sure all the Egyptians Well, that's going to be in cool. the Constitution. So, mm. Sam and I get the first 50 years, but anyone who rules after only gets 20. All right. Yeah, because we need Shit. time to establish the country. Yeah. But once it's established, everyone gets 20 years and then they get to pick their form of execution or suicide, but it has to be public. Yeah, dope. So, it's like, it's just, um, it's, it's kind of ins- like, yeah. um, uh, what's a good country to compare it to? Like fucking uh, Sri Lanka, like with that dude. Did you see all that shit about Sri Lanka? No, what's happened with Sri Lanka? Fuck, they like, they overran the fucking capital or like the president's house and then he got forced to like, resign because they had no money so like he 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 basically ran the country into the ground and like it was like a whole royal family like um dictatorship kind of shit yeah and i think it happened like two months ago or something well yeah so sri lanka got pissed off and they all just were like just fucking storming the joint and he had to leave on a helicopter and he's i don't think he's come back i think he's just fucked off like he's not even in sri lanka anymore so no one knows what's going on there. You can't just... fucking help these things. Yeah. Know, but yeah. I hear Sri Lanka's a wicked holiday destination. Though. Oh, I bet. I, I heard there's a lot of um mutants in Sri Lanka. Like people like three arms and like fucking. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Next X-Men's going to be video, videoed there. Oh, really? Next X-Men's going to be video. Fuck. But it's going to be the people who actually need a Dr. X, you know? Yeah. An actual doctor, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Shout out Sri Lanka. Mm. <laughs> that, a king like that reminds me a little bit like the king of Indonesia. There was a mm. story going around where like the king of Indonesia was the KGB recorded him having sex with this beautiful woman. They said, we're going to spread it to the public. Holy and shit. And he was like, okay. But Do it. Can you send me? He was like, can you send me a copy first so I can show my friends? Yeah. And I'll, and so I, I can jerk like, off over myself? King move. King move. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, baller. Yeah. Baller. We can only be so confident, you know? Yeah. Um. So that. And then there's the king of Thailand. 
Oh, true. Yeah, who watches apparently the big Muay Thai fights in Thailand? Yeah. He watches all of them. All of them are done in front of the king. This is what I've heard. I don't have any proof of this, but it's Damn. what I've heard from someone who's done Muay Thai in Thailand. And uh, yeah, they and they were like, really? They all perform in front of a king? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, so he just gets to watch Muay Thai fights all the time? And he was like, yeah. That's fucking sick. Yeah. And he's, he's probably running the joint as well. It's probably not a democracy there. I don't, I don't know too much about that. Oh, yeah. But fuck, I mean, to get paid to run a country and watch people fight each other. Yeah. That's pretty fucking dope. Well, I, I'm starting a campaign in my Street Talk channel, which would pr- by the time this episode comes out will be very public, in my opinion, on this. Hell yeah. So I did the Street Talk channel project a couple of days ago. Nice. With the boys from Sizzle Reel Studios. Shout out. Shout out. Um, they, we went around doing some street talk comedy. Sick. And one of the things we touched on quite a bit frequently was who did you vote for in the last election? Nice. And I wanted everyone to say the legalized cannabis party. Yeah, I did. And now I've convinced all of those people to vote for legalized cannabis party in the next election. Oh, sick. And now for all the people who didn't. And it's like, I, look, if it takes me 10 years, it takes me 10 years. But if I put the legalized cannabis party as the main power in australia oh hell yeah i'd be so happy would be sweet i actually am quite i'm not incredibly well versed on the party but i know of someone who's in our senate um dr brian walker Mm. he's um he's a candidate for the party um shout out dr brian walker you're a fucking legend man um he is the in in my eyes the only fucking person in the Senate that is trying to push for not just legalization of marijuana, but also other drugs. You know, he's talked about MDMA being a um, therapeutic drug being um, that could be used to treat addiction. Um, he's also talked about uh, the logistics behind our uh, traffic and how, you know, we're just the, um, the speed cameras, you know, they're spending more money on speed cameras than they are um even uh, spending money to put into our health services for mental health, um, which is which is quite you know I don't I don't have the numbers for that, but it's kind of sad to know you know they're just trying to get more money kind of out of that instead of putting um, that money into making sure um, that their citizens are mentally alright, and that, that that's not right, you know. It's like, um, and I, I think we have stepped in a good direction with the legalization. Um, <clears throat> in uh you know medicinal wise but it is still quite a shit process to try get it um you know to get medical weed um i, re- I reckon maybe um in about two to three years hopefully if brian walker continues his hustle and i think he won't be finishing his hustle anytime soon uh that it will be legalized uh legalized recreationally it just does depend on um yeah the votes man mm. like but it's it's crazy like if you watch check out dr brian walker on um facebook see some of his videos because it's really it's it's just he he says some really fucked up shit about what's going on in western australia and like even the you know he would say something like um so you know why why aren't um uh, kids that are prone to epileptic seizures not able to access C- CBD oil, um, but they're allowed to access um, drugs that are basically the step cousin of fucking heroin, and they can get you know those opiates given to them in the click of a finger. But 
you know, if you were to give them a drop of natural oils, they are that are the parents, you know, that are worried for their own child are fucking at risk of going to jail. Mm. You know, that's that's not right. And I, I, if you look like um, into how it's been going in USA, and like, there's a lot of books from like all these crazy authors like George Orwell and um, Aldous Huxley. Yeah yeah, 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 like they talk about the future of like drug dependency and how it's all going to come from pharmaceuticals and they were all books written between 1930 to 1970 to 1980 but look where we are now it's Orwell's like Orwell's book was written and released I don't know where it was released but it was written in 1948 yeah so and that was the bit he just reversed the numbers mm. it was like this is where it's going to go to the way he predicted it yeah yeah and that's just a crazy book yeah. but it's like yeah you look at it now and it's like we can't fucking smoke a joint without being worried about getting incarcerated. Same thing with, like, you know, you look at shrooms, man. Shrooms are fucking kind of okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, quite, like- I, I quite drug. Now, it it boggles my mind. First off, I I drink, I'm, and I actually have no issue with alcohol. Yeah, shout out but alcohol. But alcohol causes just as much trouble, if not more, than any illicit substance. 100%. It's it, like... And again, most people who have issues with substances have issues because they have underlying psychological problems. Yeah. They have addictive personalities, they're depressed. And when you do substances when you're in those states, mm. you're gonna fucking like they'll take advantage of anyone. Yeah. I know other people who fucking smash meth, you know, yeah. two or three times a year, never got addicted to it. They were just like, oh, well, you know, it's a night out. I want to fucking smash up a... I'm going to smash up a rock and fucking ingest it. Get on it. Exactly. And while well, I don't agree with that, you know, mm. stick to MDMA, guys. Yeah. Um, and test your drugs. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think there's an argument to legalize drugs. So, I agree with you there. Mm. Did someone just knock at the fucking door? I think... Let's pause. Sorry, guys. No one knocked at the door. Um, Dim, Dim and I just uh, had way too big a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's catching up with us, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, hearing fucking noises and voices. But um, the other thing too is the best part about if you legal if you legalize anything, mm. you can regulate it and you can mm. tax it. Tax it. Yeah. And that's why that's what I want to see happen with pornography. That's what I want to see happen. And that's what we've done that with prostitution. Mm. I don't think pornography should be streamed to free air. Yeah. Like on Pornhub. Because I think it's like, it's it's not good for people. It's dangerous, It man. is dangerous. Yeah. And the, but I wouldn't want to infringe on someone's right for watching it or yeah. making it. Yeah. So, I feel like the only compromise there is we just send everything to an OnlyFans structure where it's pay to play. Yeah. You know, you pay yeah. for everything you get. And so, if you're willing to pay for it and the people making it and selling it are willing to pay tax on it, mm. we're, we're a go-ahead, you know? Yeah. So, that's what I feel like is the compromise. Yeah. And we're just too deep now. Like, it's, you know, I don't know when fucking Pornhub was created, but it was probably in the 2000s, like, you know, 2000, 2010, maybe like 2006. But, like, it's like um, we're too deep. Like, we can't even... Do do anything to regulate it. Like there's so many dudes that are fucking my age, if not younger, that that's all they fucking do is just jerk off and get stoned. And I'm like, 
bro, fucking do something. Like do something you can, creative. Yeah, yeah, you can do. You can jerk off and get stoned, but maybe fucking go for a walk as well, or yeah. fucking talk to someone yeah. about fucking the fact that you're doing it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. just do anything else apart from just that. Like it's like it's yeah. it's the at the very least invite someone to come help you do it. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, be normal it, about it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like. Uh, yeah, so I don't think pornography is good for anyone's Agreed. mind, but I don't. I say that not condemning anyone who makes it or for a living. I don't say it mm. out of judgment of the people who do it. Like people who watch it, I don't think they're fucking reprehensible people. Yeah. I don't think the people who make it are reprehensible, awful people. I just don't think it's good for your mental health. Yeah, you know, completely agreed. Yeah, and oh. that's why I think. The, the best compromise for it is have a pay-to-play system. Yeah. Same thing we do with alcohol, which Hell is proven yeah. not to be good for you, but we do it anyway. Yeah. You know, but that's the <laughs> that's the bargain we make with ourselves, mm, you know. 100%. Like, I, I actually work at a bottle shop. Nice. What bottle, though? Yeah. Um, it's Celebrations in Medina. Nice. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Yeah. Um, my boss is sick. Shout out, Des. Hope you're not listening to this. I hope um, he is. Uh, yeah, I hope you are, but just don't judge me for fucking jerking off and getting stoned. Um, but uh, <laughs> nah, um, yeah, like it's it's good, you know. We've got a nice, nice little independent owner, and mm. you know, I can um, flexible work in between my study stuff. But um, yeah, you see a lot of um, fried cunts, man. You, you see, do. you know, and it's like every hour. You see it's, a good four to five of them and... It's unfortunate, man. Mm. Like, people people deserve, you know, a, a bit of a better life. I feel fucking... Yeah. Better. But you know what? Like, I went through a s- period of, like, depression in my life where mm. I had a brief period where I was... I don't think I ever had a substance dependency. Because yeah. once I felt like stomping, I just stopped. Mm. But... While I was on it, I was like, man, I just want to fucking numb this pain. Yeah. I just, I was just having loads. Mm. But yeah, after a while, you kind of get away from it. And yeah. And you just, you're grateful to. Yeah. It's not. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's actually a, a journey of um, self discovery that most people go through. Mm. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't endorse any sort of uh, bad ways to figure out the good things, but usually that's the way it goes yeah um you know it whether it's through um drugs or you know being promiscuous uh, or even self-destructive you know you go to parties and you're only talking about yourself the whole mm. time you know like people we all have the tendency to do that but mm. we learn through those experiences as to why we shouldn't be doing that in a certain way you know like say like if um I remember one time I took shrooms at home and all my family was home and I know I knew I wasn't supposed to do it because my whole family was home and it was a fucking Sunday night. What's Says what's who? yeah yeah yeah. Says who. <laughs> yeah. But it I was I do drugs at my wedding weird, day, man. okay? All right. I promise oh, you that. Fuck yeah. You know? I I refuse to fucking not do it, you know? Mm. And I'll say to my fr- my family it's like you're doing it too, cunt, you know? Oh hell yeah! Off. 
I'm getting all these fucking notifications from different things. I'm planning this show, <laughs> Stressful Man. Yeah, I bet. Well, when, when's the show actually um, coming 18th out? 18th of September. 18th of September. Sweet. Free. I'm give this. I'm giving away a lot of free tickets and going. You know, I'm all pulling all that money out of my own pocket. I'm the MCs and a couple of people involved with the show are still getting paid, mm. but I'm giving out a lot of free tickets because I just want attendance this first show. Yeah. Money can come later. Yeah. You just want to put on a good first show and then worry about the money later, you know? So, you said the 16th? 18th. 18th? 18th. So, 18th. Sunday? Uh-huh. Sweet. Sunday, um, 6 p.m. Sweet. Free ticket for you. Fucking beautiful. Yep. I'm bring, coming. B- bring friends to make up for it, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, ma- I'll make sure that um, a large amount of them both jerk off and both uh, get stoned. Awesome. Awesome. We'll yeah. have something to make fun of. It's a comedy show after all. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But I want to talk to you like as a member of making music. You mm. may have heard the episode I did with Kay the Sovereign, the yeah. solo episode. Yeah, which shout was, out. I was really happy with that. Mm. I had some very interesting combos. Mm. But touching on you, like what got you into performing? That's a good question. Um, or creating. Let's call it creating. creating. So what got me into it would have been... It, I feel like it's a lifelong kind of story as to um, like, it's like kind of like um, mixed between my journey of self, like, you know, learning about who I truly am and um, my my natural ability. Because I've been making music since I was about eight. Well, like right. I've been, so I started playing like drums and I remember in like year four we um, me and a few other dudes uh, came up with this song and I was playing drums for it, but I never played drums before mm. until we played the song so in front of everyone in the music class. So I spent weeks watching my music teacher play drums in front of me and I'm out here like air drumming it. Mm. And then we came, came to play the song and it was obviously it was pretty shit because we were all in year four, but I fucking played this song and I didn't even fucking play the drums before. Yeah. Um. Fast forward uh, through my high school journey, I was playing uh, like clarinet and jazz bands uh, as well as only just kind of getting into playing the drums uh, and we had a, um, I had a few moments in year nine and year 10 where I was really, I was kind of getting bullied um, and I didn't like the idea of going out at recess and hanging out with people. And that, I, I, I stuck with that for years. Like even up until year 11 and 12, like I was still doing that. I would just, I actually moved schools because I got, well, I was getting bullied. And then um, I was, uh, yeah, just going in the music room at fucking recess and lunch and just playing fucking smashing the drums out. Like, mm. and it, it was, it was, it was a therapeutic thing, but at the same time it was like, I was genuinely interested um, but if we were to say what got me into creating hip hop and um, I guess also performing it with K, um, I would say the uh, the most relevant thing would have been um, honestly just transcendental experiences um, of not just listening to music while I'm off my face, but um, also. Uh, like wanting to pay forward the feelings that I've felt throughout listening to music to other people, mm-hmm. which which mainly includes feelings of like um, not self righteousness, but I guess like you know when when you're when you're listening to a nice album and you know you feel like it's kind of contributing some positivity to you, 
Um, not, not in a way where it's like, oh, I feel amazing, but it's like, oh shit. So this person's talking about certain things where it's like about behavior and about how we interact with each other on a daily basis. You know, like I, I, I like the idea of making music that's open to interpretation and people can make their own meanings out of it mm. as opposed to just being like, this is what you should be like this is what you should be listening to like you know you should listen to um say like a fucking normal ass like um south side american fucking get high beat like with fucking orangey on it like you should only listen to fucking hip-hop that sounds like that like hell no like you should always kind of like think outside the box and um give things that you don't think are good at first a chance mm. before you say you look at it and you see the artwork and you're like oh like you know that looks kind of shit like at least listen to it you know and that's that's a that's a huge thing that contributes to me is just um for the i guess overall reason as to why i create is because i want to give people the chance to make their own mind up about um about it Mm. I, d I don't make it in a way where it's like, this is what it is. You have to listen to it. You have to enjoy it. I don't push it onto anyone, but I give people the chance to make their own mind up about it. As you should. You yeah. Know? That's, that's what art is, I feel like. You know, the best kind of arts always leave a little bit of wiggle room for interpretation you know, mm. Mm. and to figure out what it means to people. Mm. Some some arts, and I respect this for the, for the art because some arts – are a little bit more focused than that. Yeah. Um, which I don't mind because, uh, to be honest, that can be beautiful art too. Like, you yeah. get a really nice song where it's talking about lust or, um, love or loss or, yeah. like, heartbreak or something like that. Of course, mm. that can be beautiful. But having something that's a little bit more interpretive can be nice as well. Yeah. yeah um, which is kind of what I like a lot about uh, Shout Out Again. Mm. Voyager. Yeah, shout out Voyager. It's a very psychedelic, oh, yeah. trippy band. Yeah. You know, and it's like there's a fair bit of room for interpretation there. Mm. Is the in fairness though, mm. there's no interpretation in terms of comedy. Yeah. The interpretation is to get them to laugh. It's yeah. That you're you're convincing the audience that what you're saying is funny. Yeah. And you just hope they're either smart enough. Or dumb enough to go along with it. Yeah. It changes Feel depending that. on the joke. Yeah. But um, what do you think is the biggest thing for like... So that got you into performance. What's like yeah. the ultimate high of performing or creating? Like what's like for you... Because for me, it's the laugh. Like, when I yeah. know I've made someone laugh, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, Respect. what is it for you? For me? Oh, this is a good question. I would say it would be the acknowledgement, just the, hey, this is pretty good. Mm. Just something as simple as that. Oh, yo, you make these beats. They sound like this. Like, even if you're compared to someone that, like, you know and enjoy, mm. that is fucking sick. Yeah. Like, I was sitting in the back of um, the venue yesterday and I'm talking to a few dudes and I meet, like, I got introduced to this chick and um she sucked your dick yeah oh fuck wishing but um <laughs> no nah, she um you know my mate said he was like oh you know this guy makes beats like jay diller and i was like fuck like that's one of, like for me that's one of my biggest influences mm -hmm. and just largest con like I, I was listening to his beats back in 2016 just 
getting high and freestyling to them like and you know that was a large reason as to why i'm making beats so like you know to hear that from someone and be like he makes you know stuff reminiscent of this it's like you know that's one of the greatest fucking hip-hop producers in history like Mm. that's fucking insane (laughs) do you think though when you compare to someone because a lot of people get compared to different things yeah but you know there's a saying I've heard, I don't know who it originates from, but there's a saying I've heard, good artists um, create great artists steal, you know? Yeah. You take an idea and you make it better and you take inspiration from many things. Yeah. And nowhere is that truer than I think in comedy. Yeah. Because um, obviously you don't want to steal jokes. Yeah. You don't want to steal someone's joke. Mm. But a joke can remind you of something that reminds you of something that reminds you, you of something yeah. that inspires a joke. Yeah. You know, one thing that. leads to another. Mm. Is that a, li- a little bit like in music for you too? To some degree, yeah. um, but largely it, um, with creating beats, it's mainly like a feeling in the room kind of thing. Right. So like it's, you know, I start with like a certain rhythmical idea and then I would play the drums out and then I'd be like, oh, what mood do I want? And it's all, yeah, it's all about moods, I'd say. Like you're trying to kind of pick up or replicate the energy or the feeling of the room of course into the into the music yeah um as opposed to being like oh you know i hear this like that's pretty cool makes you want to make something like it which is like i I definitely feel like that is one of the stages throughout creating so i feel like it starts with imitation where it's like you're you're um yeah you know doing exactly that kind of not ripping off someone's sound but you know you really like them and that's kind of all you really know how to go into creation mm. um and then it it goes into um i guess more of like a um self actualization where it's like you're fucking figuring out um yourself through that method mm. but you've still got a little bit of that influence there yeah and then it goes into the full um um innovation where it's like you are a hundred percent you and you're making it in the way that you are um you know so i guess it's like a it's a lot it's a long process to be able to get to the stage where it's like you're not ripping guns off mm. and you know it's funny you say that real quick though, i realized yeah. i was a bit of a cunt and i didn't <laughs> introduce you the audience you let me down guys I didn't see oh hell yeah what's up <laughs> Nice, I love so playing cool. with a soundboard. That's I didn't even sick. play with it at all in the last episode. I was just riffing too hard with oh, Sam real. Sergeant. Yeah, you Sam guys Sergeant's, roll. Yeah, Sam Sargent was the guy who did the uh, Operation Glass Glasgow episode. Yeah, right? hell yeah. And um, yeah, the last episode I recorded, which was today, I didn't even play with it at all. Now I'm really upset. Yeah. You know, but um back to what you were saying um it's very interesting you say that where like you create something but there's some like inspiration left in it and you can see that yeah because i was interviewing a drag queen recently doing this five-part series on drag queens sick it's a bit different eh? um but uh don uh kebab the drag queen i interviewed um who was very very nice uh she was going on about how like she tries even though as far as makeup and dresses and looking a certain way has moved forward a lot Mm. um in like recent 
like decades and things like that with the yeah. new generation of, you know, drag and whatnot. Mm. They still really try – she still really tries to pay tribute as to what drag was. Yeah. Which was – I don't know if you've ever seen Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Yeah. Like Crazy. That, yeah. Well. Tim Curry, like, inspired a lot of drag. Yeah. You know? 100%. And that was um, – and she tries – she was saying, like, she tries to bear that in mind. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, like – Always try and be as original as you can, but yeah. like if you take a template from someone and try and, you know, find out a way for it, if it works for you, mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nah, not at all, because it's to some degree also paying homage to yeah to them. So it's like you in know, saying that though, yeah, the four comics I consider the greatest, my favorite comics. Mm. I could be wrong here. Anyone who's seen my comedy, please let me know if you agree. I'd, I'd love to know. But I don't think I reflect anything of them. Yeah. And it's good. just because they're better comics. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they're yeah, amazing comics. Yeah. But go on, as you were saying. Um, yeah, like the uh, the pa- paying homage is um, probably one of the biggest ones, you know, like um, basically there's an art. Um, we call it the art of sampling, which is um, taking someone's song and – um, putting them into like those little sound banks that you have there and yeah. um, I guess chopping them up and turning it into a completely different beat or, you know, change the mood of it so it sounds different, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, you know, the art of sampling um, has been going on for about 40 years. I think I think the first band to ever sample was actually the Beatles. Um, not sure what album, but shout out the Beatles. They're fucking sick. Um, but to get back to sampling... Um, it to to a large degree it is paying homage. So it's like you know, I I I would never I I would say guess sample another hip hop artist, mm. but I'd sample like a soul song or a jazz song, and then mm-hmm. I'd turn it into a different beat. Um, and maybe you know I I may not have known that a certain other hip hop producer has sampled the same song to make their own beats, mm-hmm. but like, um. You know, you go back to that and it's like, oh, shit, you know, they were in a similar kind of mm. realm of creativity. You know, you're not ripping them. Um, but I guess, you know, if it's someone that you like and maybe you ended up doing that purposefully, which I, I, I would never do that purposefully, purposefully um, you are, you know, if you pay homage, it's probably going to be fine. Like, of course. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's really stress-free um, culture because, you know, there's a lot of you, – you could get sued. For copyright infringement, stealing someone's shit, but Look, it's like I am taking risks with that myself. But mm. I think I've set up the right thing. Like you know the 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 penguin from yeah. my logo. Yeah. I someone said to me, "It looks a little bit like Pingu. You worried you won't get thing?" And I was like, <laughs> "Nah, because it's got a beard, man." Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's got a beard. All right. It's a fucking penguin. Yeah. Did Pingu by the penguin? Exactly. All right. <laughs> What is Pingu gonna sing? Um, Sue Happy Feet from <laughs> yeah, 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 legit, yeah. Legit. So it's like I was like, no nah, man, we'll get away with it. Don't yeah. worry, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, I think we'll get away with it. And professional, professional. There's another thing called professional degenerates. Yeah, I'd already named it, but I, oh yeah, through my own dyslexic mistake and my own sense of humor, I found the loophole. Yeah, so you know. Has professional anal. 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 Degenerate. That's my fucking saviour. Yeah. Copyright can go fuck itself. eat it. Yeah. But people definitely do rip off other things. And I named the podcast that without realising there's other things called professional degenerates. Yeah, 100%. And they're just Twitter Twitter meme accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
what are they going to do? Yeah. They're fucking, they're probably stealing the memes. Probably. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So suck my balls. Yeah, suck my balls, Twitter. Yeah. You get on stage then. (laughs) Fucking bomb in front of a hundred people. Yeah, exactly. Fucking assholes. Mm. But um, there are definitely people, and I've seen it a little bit, definitely people who um, rip off other people. Yeah. But- and this isn't someone who's ripping off. I'm a huge Stevie Ray Vaughan fan. He's sick. Yeah, he's respect. Amazing. Shout Love out him. Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's dead. Um, yeah, I know. Rip. Shout out to him in heaven. Yeah, yeah. Um, Crazy guitarist. I know. He's awesome. Mm. Uh, do you have a song you like of his? Um, not entirely. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Pride and Joy. That's probably his most popular. Mm. But I really love that song of his. Um, only love I miss loving. Oh, bless. It's a wicked song. Hell yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, he, he's amazing. But he got compared a lot to Jimi Hendrix. Mm. And he was he was always saying, he was like, well, you know, it's, it's heartwarming that people would compare me to such a great guitarist, but there's yeah. only one Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You know, that's not going to be replicated. Yeah. And I always like that idea where it's like that kind of attitude towards creativity, which yep. is, um, yeah, like maybe there is something a little bit reminiscent of what I do. Yeah. But it is not what i'm what you I, are i'm not trying to copy them yeah um if they're reminiscent of it and people can compare it and mm. enjoy it great but it, you know you're not trying to copy it yeah. yeah and that that that's exactly it like with with hip-hop culture and how like you know certain sounds are attached to certain people or things like you know you would look at you know you could tell what a chris brown song is in comparison to a t-pain song but yeah. you know a lot of the the sounds are very similar but you know you're not gonna go oh that was fucking you know t-pain when it was actually chris brown mm. um like obviously i don't take a large influence from like mainstream hip-hop you know i do i do like a few t-pain songs myself you know mm-hmm. um but um the the overall idea behind um creating hip-hop has always been um embedded by the idea of um figuring out who you truly are Mm. um and doing good things in your life so you know people are you know you're doing the dishes or you're taking out the like very fucking simple things but it's like the guidelines of to be able to make good hip-hop involve discipline and you can't create good shit without yourself feeling good and knowing that you have it all together i well i can't say that is entirely true about comedy i do think it's a certain persona that like comedians as far as i can see and i don't want to speak for all comedians but as far as i can see and i definitely think this about myself comedians have a have a weird kind of drive but also a very low opinion of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they have a drive. And the thing is, most comedians are procrastinators. Yeah. So the fact that they have drive for this one weird thing mm. is weird. Mm. And the fact that they have a low opinion of themselves is weird. It's quite yeah. self-deprecating. They don't have much of an ego yeah. is weird. Mm. But they have this weird drive for making people laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like a dopamine. It's like our own laughter is not enough dopamine in the world. Yeah. So, it's like, we need more. We need more. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. It's a desperation, um, man. Yeah. But um, I do think being involved with any kind of creative, as you were saying, in regards to discipline. Yeah. I think people involved in the creative field- like 
they have one foot always in chaos, one foot always in order, and then yep. they try and combine the two, and that's creativity. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. Which is kind of what makes me feel a little bit bad for, like, mainstream creativity and mainstream yeah. entertainment mm. because creativity should always be you create something, you put it out there. Yeah. If people like it, great. They'll gravitate towards it. It can be an idea like – and like – this is goes back to like ancient Greek philosophies when they'd put ideas like mental ideas yeah. about there where like and people would gravitate towards it. Hey, this is an interesting idea. Mm. And then you discover democracy through yeah, it and things real like shit. that. Real shit. And then we have it in today's society where like you know people come out with shit. Hey, maybe we don't judge people too harshly or things like that. And or it's like maybe don't look down on people mm. who are judging themselves or in a bad position themselves. Yeah. Um, that kind of shit. And that's kind of what makes me very sad about mainstream entertainment these days. Mm -hmm. You see all these Hollywood actors and producers and directors, they all jump on social bandwagons. Yeah. And it's like, no, your, your job is to create something and if people like it, let them gravitate towards it. Yep. But don't tell people what they should exactly. Exactly. Like. So, that, so, you're exactly correct because remember how early I was saying that with how the reason why I kind of make it is to be open to interpretation. That's very similar. Yeah. Like people, um, um, especially in the online field, I feel like people are just too far up their own ass mm. to really want to, um, I guess, digest someone that like you know maybe someone that they know on a personal level like actually listen to their shit or yeah. you know listen to their comedy or look at their art and inter like try to interpret what they're trying to say in the visual art you know it's like um we're we're in a we're in a like a culture today where it's normal to ignore as opposed to encourage each other to i guess um, either learn or um, take in some sort of art that's going to make them feel. <laughs> I, I get that. The two yeah. great counters to that argument, yeah. live music. Yeah. Like there is so much music I, I don't listen to enough of that mm. I enjoy. But then when I go to see it live, it's like a new energy has entered the room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel there's, that. There's no energy quite like the energy of a live performance. Mm -hmm. Can't be replicated on screen. Yeah. You know, you have to be in the room. Yeah. Everyone's enjoying it and getting on board and it can be music, it can be hip hop, it can be stage performance, it can be comedy. There's something about being in the room in the moment which is just like you won't you won't get the chance to replicate again, do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So 100%. that's that's kind of why I like um well doing uh stand up and going to live shows because it's, it's yeah. me putting that energy out there yeah. that was how i met kay the sovereign yeah i met yeah. him at, i met him at the thing and i'm not even typically you probably heard me say it before i'm not even a typically hip-hop fan yeah yeah but there's something that there was something about being in that live performance and live thing yeah and you know what was crazy was i hadn't even started the podcast when i talked to him then yeah that's and i was wild. just like Hey man, I'm I'm probably going to be putting this podcast together in a little bit. Do you want to try it? And he was I, the I really first guest. He was the first guest. The first Him, fucking guest. Locks and uh, Lucian Black. Shout out to all three. Shout of them. out. And uh, yeah, they were they were amazing. And yeah. like, it starts as like a, a grain and is in a kernel, mm. and now like, yeah, there's 
I know what you mean where though where there isn't enough encouragement though. Yeah, I feel like predominantly yeah. in an online way though. Yeah. Like But again, I feel like that's because there's a dilution of talent. Yeah. Because people people want to consume things quickly and that's why TikTok the TikTok algorithm is a funny algorithm. Mm. You know? Where it's like everyone's consuming their content within thirty to forty seconds. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. And people replicate. Mm. People, you know, you get these e-girls who've got big titties and a big ass, which I love, by the yeah, way. Oh, yeah. Shout I'm not out. hating on their success. Shout out big tits. Exactly. Big titties. We love them. Hell we love yeah. titties of all sizes. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Perky titties, small we titties. We don't discriminate. We don't. We don't. We, we love don't. them all. Never seen a pair of titties I didn't like. Exactly. Um, but they, you get these girls like dancing to different things and it's like, it gets popular. Yeah. And- it's 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 no wonder because it's like it's no wonder the people who are actual creatives don't get their the attention they deserve. Yeah. It's like they are trying to put something genuinely beautiful out there. You yeah, know? And, and, and and original. Yeah, and you know? you know a lot of people don't have the attention span, which is fine. You know, but I, was I like, get I, it. I'm not I'm not going to make a fucking four minute project, man, with fucking four different ways of feeling. You know, it's no. like we with the project that Kay and I released um, from the sandbox. That project only goes for about 16 minutes, I think, which is not too long, but it was enough for us to get the message across. Yeah. That that whole project is about how we've known each other our whole lives, mm. because I've known him since I was in like year three. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he was saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. insane, man. Um, and it's like, you know, from the sandbox, that's what it is. We've cut, we, we're here and we're making shit now that sounds fucking sick and Kay's going crazy on the bars, but it's, it's um, you know, the the reason why it's even there is because we've known each other our whole lives. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not, um, it's not made in this way. It's like we want everyone to fucking listen to it and fucking get behind it, and yeah. we're gonna promote it heavily and get it the best. It's like, oh, obviously we're gonna promote our shit, but we're not we're not making it for the reason of just to pop off. Like, you're not taking my approach, yeah. man. You gotta. I don't know if you've seen my posts. Posts. I say everyone who doesn't buy a ticket, I just tell them dishonor on your cow or like, here we go. This is a good one. This is one I came up with today. Yeah. Buy tickets or be cursed with a sneeze that will never quite get out. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I might have to get onto that, man. Yeah. That's the best kind of way I said it's like buy the t- buy the ticket or you have a small penis. Yeah, fuck Or yeah. listen to the podcast or you have a smelly vagina. That's or the way. Just do- that is self-promotion. I'm the greatest yeah. promoter in the world, man. That is sick. I, like- I definitely need to get onto it. Like I, I do promote a bit, but not enough to where it's like I'm annoying the fuck out of everyone to do it. But I know for sure I'm like I'm getting closer. Like I'm like – on my own little self, like, oh, you know, how how you doing online navigating all this shit? Like, I'm getting closer because I'm a lot of my sounds are getting towards more international people, mm-hmm. so I'm getting a few chances to really branch out. And like, I've been on a couple albums um, from this Chicago MC called Chris Crack, who I'm fucking. I was a I was a fan of this guy for about a year and a half, nearly two years before I ended up collaborating with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just fucking sent him beats when I was stoned one night and then he fucking emailed me one day, like fucking four months later. And he's nice. like, oh, I'm putting out an album and you're on it. it drops next week. And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, it's like, um, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of navigating that field now where it's like I'm finding a sensible way to do it because with music, it's like you have to kind of come across as a very, um, 
like, I guess, stoic figure where it's like, you're not going to let anything get to you. Um, but unfortunately, people being people and creative people being very prone to, you know, anxieties or stuff like that, it's really not easy to be um, really kind of on the ball with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, I do get what you mean, but mm. yeah, cr- creators, creators always, it, it's a funny, funny line to tread. Because in one sense, we always want to be in touch with our audience. We always want to know what they think of our art because we make it for an audience. Right? Yeah, yeah. The other sense is we need to be elevated from them because it's like, well, if you don't like the audience, the, the, what I'm doing, fair enough, but you don't have to listen to it, man. Yeah. You know, I want constructive yeah. criticism, constructive feedback. Mm. If you're going to tell me it's just shit, yeah. then I don't want to hear it, man. Yeah, you know? straight, it's like straight out. If, I, I have a friend, Matty Coppin. Oh, yeah. And he gives me feedbacks on jokes all the time. And I'm happy to give, hear it because, like, he was like, have you thought about this? And, like, even though he's not a comedian himself, I love his feedback because he makes me think of something that I think, it's funny you say that because I was thinking of wording it a little bit this way. Do you think this way could be better? And then he, he sees it. So, mm-hmm. it's like that's where you divide the line. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like um, you can't pay too much attention to what, an audience says and the thing is the bigger the audience you get the more shitheads you get yeah you know it 100%. seems that way to me yeah the other night i met this girl who in fairness after we spoke about it she was actually quite nice but like we've just i've just created this tiktok channel for stupid shit i'm doing hell yeah just done it hell yeah it's so stupid what i'm doing but um <laughs> i i get a little bit of a kick out of it hell yeah and um the she was like, oh, I've just created this thing, and I was like, oh, you don't have many followers. I've got like fifty thousand. I said to her, Holy well, yeah. shit! I, I said to her, I was like, yeah, well, that's because I haven't got a giant pair of tits I can fucking wave in front of everyone. <laughs> and she she was actually like, fair enough, true, man. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you've got me there, and uh, <laughs> she was just like, yeah, you don't have that, and that really sells. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it does. And like, no hate to it, but I'm working with a little bit less. I've yeah. got a I kind of got to be yeah. a little bit more creative with yeah. what I've got, you know. So, mm. uh, and and that's the thing too, you know, when you when you do something, when it's a performative thing and an original performative thing, mm. and you know, I put out little silly TikTok vids. I have no hate for it. It's entertaining. Oh hell yeah! I think you actually need to be clever to know what's funny and what works. Yeah. to a certain extent, but it is again, it's not original. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not stand up. It's not performing. It's not artwork. It's it's yeah. it's a, it's a cheap cheap thrill. Yeah, it's, te- it's yeah. cheap twenty second thrill. Yeah, it's a cheap thrill that if you do well, yeah, you, you got to be clever to do really really well. But it is a cheap thrill, and you can benefit out of it in a in a like in a mm. long term sense because yeah. people just keep coming back. Yeah, and no hate to it. Like mm. make your fucking money however you can make your money. Mm. I say. So mm. long as you're not fucking hurting anyone, make your money however you can. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, if you got to fucking, you know, take some dicks up the arse or, <laughs> you know, swallow some loads, yeah. you do that. Oh, I'm not going to judge you for <laughs> it, you know. If you got to fucking sell some crack to feed your kids. Yeah, exactly. You do that. I'm not going to exactly. hate you for it, you know. Yeah. Um, shout out crack. Shout out crack. Jesus <laughs> fucking hell. Been there. Um, yeah. Actually, haven't, funnily enough. Uh, um, yeah. But um, fuck me. We chewed through the time, eh? 
Oh, shit. We're at an hour at 21. Oh, we're doing good. I know. Yeah. I know. Like we'll kick on that. just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I, it, it is interesting. Like, you, um... Because uh, I, I reckon, to some degree, it's also um, applicable to music, where it's like someone could hear the first 15 seconds of a song and they can just understand... Like, even five seconds, they'll be like, oh, I like it, or I don't like it. Mm. It could be, boom. And, yeah. um... I, w- I would like you to re-listen to From the Sandbox and let me know about what ones you like and you don't because I, I don't mind if you don't like a song, man. Um, but you will notice that within the first 10 to 15 seconds, you will make your mind up on whether you're going to listen to the rest of the song or not. And it, it happens within most. Sometimes it's a little longer. But to me, it's because of um, not just like the cheap thrill aspect, but I guess the feeling. And because you, you're going, you, when you're listening as opposed to digesting content, um, you're, you want to feel something. You don't know what it is that you want to feel, yeah, but you're that. chasing something like that. In the it? sandbox. Uh, from the sandbox. From the sandbox. Yeah. On Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the sandbox. I do follow K on uh, Spotify. Yeah, sick. You may have heard a song or two often. From the sand. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. It's nice. The artwork was done by a good friend of mine, David Roada. He's from mm. Italy. Free boy. There it is. Yeah, yep, free boy, it. man. Love it. Oh, love it. No, but um, I'm going to give that geez, to yeah, hell give yeah. that tonight at the gym. Yeah, sick. Shut up. <laughs> um, but uh, the I do know what you mean, though, but yeah. isn't it funny? And let me know if you agree. Don't you think there's about one in a hundred songs? Yeah. You listen to a segment of it and you're not sure about it, but yeah. then later on when you listen to it more closely, yep. you like it. You get it. It's about one in a hundred songs, yep. you know? Yeah. But there's that one in a hundred where it's just like, it hits just a, a, a touch bit different, you yep. know? Yeah. I feel like it's also because maybe in that time frame, you're more, you, you just have a little more vulnerability. Mm. Like, cause that, that's what kind of got, I got. Um, kind of got stuck into the pattern of doing. I would just get really fried and listen to fucking funk music peaking on acid. You know, in like 2017, that was my thing. I would just drop acid at home and listen to funk music. Sounds like good time. Uh, it was sick. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, but like you know, like um, you know, I would listen to stuff like that, and I would come back to it when I'm sober, and it would be just as amazing mm. um because i'm more vulnerable i mean I'm, like obviously i'm not saying taking certain things doesn't make you vulnerable there's a lot of vulnerability involved with taking psychedelic drugs but when it's just a natural thing you know you can't you can't really um plan it oh, you can't but it's, yeah. it's funny you say that when you reflect on vulnerability like have you seen the show midnight gospel no, I have not. You should. You would. Oh, oh, no. I think I have. That's the one with um, fucking who narrates it. It's um, it's a comic. It's, he's a comic. Um, Duncan, Duncan Trussell. Trussell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's show. sick. Yeah, yeah. And that show, I watched that on acid. The first time I watched it, I, watched, I binged the entire season on acid. Yeah, sick. And it like it made me, particularly the last episode, but every episode kind of made me think a little bit, even yeah. though it's a funny, weird show. Yeah. It kind of makes you think a little bit every episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, the um, last episode in particular where he's like, he's reflecting back and forth with his mum and it's very emotional. Yeah. That got me like 
pretty hard. Yeah. I was thinking quite a bit about that, you know. Mm, mm. Um, but, man, I want to watch that show again. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. Uh, but I watched that the first time on acid and then I watched it again sober. Yeah. And I was like, it's 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 just as, when you focus on it, it's just, just as... Just motivating. Yeah, it's yeah. just as strange, but just as emotionally intriguing. Yeah. But that's what I think psychedelics are. You know, the guy who invented mm. LSD said LSD is medicine for the soul. Yeah. And I truly, like, I don't know if you heard the Trips and Faith episode I did with Hamad Shadow. I have not actually. No. You would enjoy it. Yeah. Sick. Give it a case. Yeah, this was a guy yeah. who did, like, he was talking about doing psychedelics in South America with his dad. Sick, sick. And, like, did psychedelic trips with strangers and things like nice. that. He's really into it. And he, it goes into the psychedelics psychology behind it quite a bit mm, mm. give it a geese yeah fuck yeah and that um right, my alleyway <laughs> yeah but um i've i kind of think everyone should make time to do psychedelics at least three times in their lives one yeah. in their early 20s when they're like coming into their own yeah their brains developed enough to sort of start looking at information without ego, yep. so to speak, you know, yep. because when you're a teenager, you've got all the ego in the world mm-hmm. or you've got such mental illness that it's very difficult to dissect information Yeah, um, or you're so insecure. So when you're in your early 20s, you're finally at that stage when you can start looking at things a little bit more. Um, Retrospectively. That's exactly. Good that's it. a good word. Yeah. The other time I think is good to do it would be early to mid 30s when you're kind of, at both the physical and um, even like could, mental peak, you're you, you're, you, yeah, you're up there. Everything's man. You, you're kind of at your financial like everything is at the highest balance of everything. You might yeah. make more money, you might hit more of an elite social status, yeah. But you're physically, socially, and economically at your perfect balance, yeah. You know, yeah. Probably do it good to do it then, and then probably later in life, probably like. 50s, 50s early 60s yeah. yeah 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 where it's like man i'm, I'm closing the last yeah, couple of to, chapters and going book. down the escalator yeah, yeah and like let's just self-reflect for a second yeah so yeah. i i think doing psychedelics can be beneficial for everyone but it is one of those psychedelics is not like any other drug you need yeah. to do it right place yeah. right time right reason to be yeah. doing it you know 100 percent. yeah and if you have a trip sitter that is good um, oh, you I've need done a trip many setup. without, but it's good if you have one. Yeah. Yeah. And th- I think as well as with a trip sitter, you need a trip... S- the best kind of trip sitter is a trip sitter who does not as much as you do, a little yeah. bit, yeah. but enough to kind of be on that ride with you, Yeah. but not, but not be in it far enough to... No, stop how to know how to looking after you you know yeah yeah so that's the kind of trips that sitter i think you need a hundred percent just someone who also knows the to say the right things and avoid saying certain things that yes. bug them out like, definitely you know I, I remember you were saying in what the episode on your night out how some chick you were talking to her and she just kept wigging you out or like she it felt like she was trying to purposely wig you out and you're just like fucking stop it mate yeah. you're, just, you're, just fucking, yeah. you're just weird not like, not not it's not good acting weird well, something about i've been to connections three times yeah i've seen this one chick in there and the the, the, the two the two times i've went in there mm. i was fried hell yeah i was so gone i was fine but i was, <laughs> I was fried um uh 
and I saw this woman's head and I thought this looked like the daughter of the monster from Goonies. Oh, shit. This girl, <laughs> this girl had a really unfortunate head. Yeah. yeah like- Fucking chaotic. Yeah. It, it, it was not good. Yeah. It was not great for her and mm. I, I felt- quite bad for her and i was like oh, that's that's a rough deck of cards fucking hell and <laughs> i saw her sober and i was like okay she yeah. got a little bit better yeah a little bit of it was in my head but still she's not i was just like that's yeah that's deeply unfortunate you know and you're still there yeah you know like Probably in the same place, probably like, you know, like sitting at the same fucking table. Oh, she was having like, a great time. Yeah. She was like engaging with everyone. People oh, were laughing right. with her. She clearly doesn't give a fuck, which is what I find yeah. even more beautiful. It's like, yeah. you know, fuck yeah, go out there and conquer the world, darling. Yeah, you she know? probably licks a lot of vaginal, um, which is f- fucking amazing. Shout out vagina. Shout out vagina. Look, darling, if you lick lots of vagina, I'm jealous. Yeah. I can cannot <laughs> lick enough of that shit, yeah. honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of like, uh, you know, that'd be, that'd be ball of money if you could just have like you know, just a girl, like a few girls living in the same house as you and just be like, yeah, I don't want to fuck you. I just want to occasionally eat your pussy. Mm. Like, you know, I don't even need to bust a nut. Yeah. I just like the taste of vagina. Yeah. You know? So just- I've done that before. I'm like, I'm like, no shit, I've actually yeah, done it's that before. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Shout out, vagina. Yeah, what a shout, shout out. out. <laughs> yeah, what a shout out. <laughs> Shall um, we wrap up? Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to wrap it up, yeah. man. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Patreon on Profeshi Anal DGNA rates and uh, Profeshi Anal DGNA rates on TikTok and Instagram and Spotify too. Make sure you cop that Patreon. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. keep this shit alive. This shit's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoy it, bro. When yeah. you reached out and you said you enjoyed it, like yeah. I was like, man, it's nice to know like someone's enjoying it. Yeah, there. it's fun, man. Yeah. And the streaming, fun. like I can tell by the downloads that people are listening to it. Yeah. But like to get actual feedback like that oh, from yeah. someone I've never met before, someone yeah, who respect, had man. no reason to be nice to me. Yeah. It was like- Fuck yeah. Thank Hell you, yeah. man. Anytime, man. Yeah, so I appreciate Anytime. that. Pure honesty, man. Thank you. It's fucking sick. Thank you. Um, so those are the plugs, guys. The show will be out by the time this episode airs. Um, but Hell yeah. give yourself a plug, man. Beautiful. All right. Shout out Shine Records. Um, that's the, the independent label that I'm under alongside K the Sovereign. Go stream from the sandbox from myself and K. Um, I have a instrumental album coming out in about a month or so. It's going to be called Dim Instrumentals Volume 1. It's all just fucking beats, no raps. Listen to that shit. Get blazed. Do whatever the fuck you need with that. Um, and also shout out Professional Degenerates. This was fucking sick, man. Thank you. I want to come back and we'll fucking we'll be more warmed up. And we'll, we should uh, have an episode with you, me, and Kay. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah that'd we'll, be sick. We will lock that shit in. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And maybe the Acid Couch episode. I'm pretty keen oh, on that can't too. Wait. So I, I just need to find the perfect kind of guests. <laughs> yeah. Should do an Acid series after I get through the drag series. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, do the five part yeah. episodes of the drag series and then do like a two part episode where we're tripping balls. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Yeah. Signing off, guys. Signing off. Cheers for listening. Woo!